Welcome to the very first episode of Law Days and Lattes. I'm Sydney Whelan. I am so excited to start this journey with you. I've been thinking about this podcast for a long time. And what I really want to do for my listeners is to provide a background, um, a fun and not so serious way to talk about some of the important topics, legal topics mostly, that we deal with in our everyday lives. I don't think that law should be something that we are afraid of. I know a lot of people are so anxious and nervous when they come into my office. Um, Usually it's for a very serious topic, something that they've been afraid to discuss with other people, something that they don't understand and they're afraid that they won't understand all of the legalese and the jargon that you know, that an attorney or a judge will try to talk to them about. And I want to make it easy. I want to take that fear factor out of the legal process, that fear factor and that nervousness about going to see the lawyer for the first time. We're going to talk about some things using general terms. I'll try to stay away from some of the legal words. I will tell you that as a lawyer, lawyers use legal words, not just to confuse everyone, but legal terms, because we're talking about very specific things. So if I do use some legal jargon that you're not used to, I will try to explain it. Um, Please contact me if you don't understand, or if I'm getting too deep into the the woods with some of these things, please let me know in your comments and I'll be happy to backtrack and try to um, explain that in in a manner that's that's clearer. Um, so anyway, with all of that, I will dive right into our first episode. First of all, I'm Sydney Whelan. I will plan to be your tour guide through this world of business law and the job of protecting your family from the unexpected. Today, we'll embark on a topic that affects all of us, whether we're seasoned planners, um, prospective clients, or just interested in the topic. And you guessed it, today we're going to be diving into the world of estate planning. Today's episode, I feel, is an absolute game changer for some people. Picture this. You're living your best life, building dreams, working, taking care of your family, and suddenly the unexpected happens. It's a stark reality we often overlook. The need for a solid estate plan now. I know you're you're thinking that estate planning is for later in life, right? It's for my mom and dad, or it's for the rich and famous. Well, buckle up. We're about to debunk that myth and show you why an estate plan is not just for the wealthy or the elderly. It's a crucial roadmap for providing security and certainty for your family and ensuring that your hard-earned assets are protected. 
Stick around as we dive deep into the world of estate planning, providing real talk and actionable steps that will not only give you peace of mind, but help you be more prepared for the situations that life may throw at you. You won't want to miss this estate planning series packed with valuable insights and practical tips that will reshape the way you think about your future. So let's get started. I want to talk about probate. Avoid probate. It's the battle cry, right? So just what is probate and why am I supposed to avoid it anyway? Well, first, let me say that probate is not always the big hairy monster that it's made out to be. It does have a purpose and an important purpose. It's to make sure that your assets get to where they are supposed to go upon your death. However, there are at least two major problems with the probate process. One, it can be expensive, and two, it can take nearly a year, sometimes much longer, to complete the process. In most states, the expenses related to the probate process are the attorney's fees, yes, that's my fees, the cost and expenses of the personal representative or the executor, that's the person who you've appointed to take care of handling your estate. And yes, they can get paid. And the court, the the court has fees and court costs that must be provided to it to administer the estate. So these costs, I often get asked, um, how expensive is it? That depends. Um, The cost related to the probate process usually depends on the value of the estate, the value of the assets that have to go through the the probate process. The fewer the assets, the less expensive. Um, If we're talking about a big estate, those expenses can be huge. And those expenses take away from the eventual value of the assets that pass to your heirs. So that's a very good reason for trying to avoid or minimize the assets that have to go through the probate process. And do you really want your beneficiaries to have to wait for a year or two to get your assets? And if you are a beneficiary, do you want to have to wait that long? Probably not. So with that, let's get started. If you don't have a written plan in place, the laws of your state will determine who receives your assets upon your death. It's a default plan set out by your state statutes. That plan may or may not be appropriate for your situation. Too often, families unexpectedly discover that enormous amounts of their family's money is being consumed by fees and other expenses when you have a family member die. The worst part of this is that in many of these situations, this could have been avoided by simple estate planning tools, the tools you're about to learn about. Unfortunately, people fail to utilize these tools because they don't believe that they're necessary or they don't fully understand how important it is to set up an estate plan. It's sad but true that most people spend more time planning their summer vacations than they do planning their estates. It's like the saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. 
If you're in this category, you're not alone. Historically, estate planning has been an area reserved for only the truly wealthy. This is just simply not the case anymore. In my opinion, everyone needs an estate plan, and it's not as hard to do as you might expect. If you are living paycheck to paycheck, or if you have established significant assets, either way, the simple truth is that you should be concerned about planning your estate. A long life is not certain, and if you're an adult with people who depend upon you, you owe it to them and to yourself to make sure that they will be protected and in the best situation possible should the unexpected happen. So, where do we start? Whether you're tuning in as a potential client or just a curious person seeking knowledge, fasten your seatbelts. We're about to demystify the estate planning process. I'm going to answer your questions and lay the groundwork for a series of episodes that promise to empower you with the information you need to make informed decisions. By the end of this series, I hope you'll not only understand the intricacies of estate planning, but you'll feel confident and ready to take control of your legacy and your estate plan. So grab your cup of coffee, find a comfortable spot, and let's get started. First, let's talk about probate, what it is and why. As we said earlier, Probate is the legal process which allows the court to distribute your property to the appropriate people after you die. It's the court's duty to make sure that the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, and by making sure that your creditors are paid and that property is distributed according to the laws of your state. When we're talking about estate planning, or, quote, avoiding probate, The first thing that we must understand is that the only assets that are required to go through the probate process are assets that are titled in your name alone upon your death. So the key to estate planning is to make sure that all of your assets are owned while you're alive in such a way that you do not own anything in your name or solely in your name when you die. Now, there are multiple ways to accomplish this. Everyone's situation is different and everyone's approach to estate planning should be tailored to your individual needs. There's no right way or wrong way. The only way to get it wrong is to not plan. So let's talk about a few ways that this might happen. If your assets are jointly owned with another person at the time of your death, generally those assets will be distributed to the joint owner without the necessity of probate. Likewise, if you have a beneficiary designation on your property, such as a beneficiary deed, if we're talking about real estate, or a pay-on-death or transfer-on-death designation on titled assets, such as motor vehicles or investment or bank accounts, then title to those assets will transfer to your beneficiaries without the necessity of probate. As an estate planning attorney, I've had many people come to me to discuss their situation, thinking initially that they had everything in place that they needed. For instance, it's very common for a husband and wife to own all of their property jointly. And in most situations, that works for a while. If a couple owns their property, both real estate and personal property, in joint names, then upon the death of the first spouse, the property automatically transfers to the surviving spouse, usually without the need of any of the assets going through the probate process. 
However, upon the death of the first spouse, if that surviving spouse does not do anything and doesn't do any further estate planning, then everything that that couple has accumulated becomes solely owned by the surviving spouse, which means that when the surviving spouse passes, all of the couple's assets now have to go through the probate process to be distributed to the heirs or the beneficiaries. Many times, the clients will come into my office thinking that they just need a will and then a simple will will take care of their estate planning needs. What most people fail to realize is that in order for a will to be effective, it must be administered by the probate court. The will is simply a document that instructs the probate court regarding your wishes as to how your property is distributed at your death, and it usually also names the person or the persons that you want to administer the estate. It then becomes the court's job to make sure that any creditors are paid and that any remaining assets are properly distributed according to the decedent's wishes. So, as you can see, just simply having a will is not enough to avoid probate. So, what is a person to do? You do have options. So, stay tuned for our next episode. In this series on estate planning, we will talk about one of my favorite estate planning tools, the Revocable Living Trust. This podcast episode contains general information for discussion purposes only. Each case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Missouri rules generally prohibit lawyers from advertising that they specialize in particular areas of the law. This show should not be construed to suggest such specialization. Nothing on this show should be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. This information is not intended to create an attorney-client relationship, and the listening or viewing of this podcast does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.